Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. I'll free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Glad that you're with us on this Tuesday, February 13th installment of the Eagle Hour. I'm Kelly Sander along with producer engineer Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. PhD perspective. Or no, what do they call it, Luke? PhD. I'm, uh, I'm Luke Johnson, co host of the Eagle Hour. Okay. Good to see you. Okay. <laughs> That'll do, too. Luke is in the Southern Bancor studio in Laurel. On the program today, we're going to be talking with um, acting head basketball coach Juan Cardona here in a moment. Then a little bit later, Billy Oldham, one of the pitchers that the Eagles will be counting on in the starting rotation, no doubt. We'll be talking with him a little bit later on in an interview. We were able to sit down and talk with Billy about his expectations on the season, which opens, of course, this coming Friday. This segment brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. And we love Dickie's Barbecue, whether it's a whether you're having a senior party or a graduation party or whatever. It's not too early to be thinking about all those sorts of things. Dickie's can handle the small crowds to the big crowds with not only the great selection of meats, but the sides as well. Dickie's Barbecue Pit, a fan of Southern Miss Athletics, big supporters of the university. Welcoming now a head basketball coach, acting head basketball coach, Juan Cardona, who's Eagles. It was really kind of a tale of two cities as we welcome you, coach. On Saturday, I was getting a little bit nervous as your team led a 17-point lead, I think slipped down to about five at halftime. But then the second half, you guys were out of your mind. Let's start with the first half in a good way, I'm talking about. But in the first half, Victor Iwako, man, what got into that guy? With 10 minutes left in the first half, he had already put up 19 points. (laughs) Thank you, Kelly and Luke, for having me. Um, No, man, I mean, that's a problem that we've been having – uh, throughout the season that we will get leads and then little by little they, they evaporate. But um, the guys did a, a, a great job by staying together, staying stay, staying connected to each other. And um, at the end, we, we, we pulled through. And Victor Walker, man, he just he, he's a special guy. Now, uh, I saw the second we played him last year at UNLV that, that he created chaos for Felipe. And, um, I, I mean, I always told myself that if that guy was in the portal, we have to we, we have to land him here, and, and thank God we did. And Victor Hart was back in the lineup. I know that brought everybody to Reed Green Coliseum on, on its feet collectively as they saw Victor Hart go back into the game. What's the plan now going forward with him, Coach? Little by little, little by little, Kelly. I, I, don't, I don't think he's even close to 100%, but he's trying. Um, and, and we've had... Uh, multiple conversations about how we're going to handle his minutes 
Um, and and but but we always have an open com- uh, open uh, policy, right? With 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 the players that we can communicate, and because at the end of the day, it's their careers. But at the at the end of the day, we all also have to perform, right? Um, and 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 they understand the situation and the stage of the season that we're in, and and it got to be a win-win situation for both. But right, he we we are very very excited about him coming back and his skill set what makes your team better with him being available to be in the lineup whenever you say oh, it's, a guy that can, it's a guy that can play the three four and five believe it or not you know because if we want to play small ball you can throw him at the five because he can shoot he can guard the the the, the, the other the other team's uh, big guy or medium if you want to call him like that uh, but he can also give you that space with a three-point shot. You know what I mean? Um, right now, he's not able to, to drive it as as good as as he would love to. But but he's he's figuring it out. How can he help us win? Boy, Luke, they had a great second half on Saturday. They they, they wore they wore the Broncos of Western Michigan down. I I think the humidity too of South Mississippi might have gotten into them a little bit. They definitely got into their legs, Luke, in the second half. Absolutely, and and coach, uh, you know it's uh, it, it's bittersweet. I mean, you're you're leading because Coach Ladner um, is recovering, and uh, I, I texted him this morning, and you know, he, he, again, he probably told everybody this. He's stir crazy, but you know, he's, he's understanding he's the healing process, and and uh, but but what is it like for you, um, you know, stepping in like that, and and over the weekend now that that there's two under your belt as the acting head coach? No, I, I'm just. Coach Lapner, like I always say, he's been a blessing in my life, and my only way to be to to show the the gratitude is is by holding everything together until he comes back. You know what I mean? Um, I've been blessed by, and God has has directed my life in in a way that I've been able to coach professional basketball for ten to twelve years, right in and out. So whenever 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 I coach young guys, is is it makes sense, and 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 I'm able to step in and and help them right away. Austin Crawley uh, told Kelly um, in in an interview just about with with you know you, uh, of course you you're your own guy, different personality at the same time. Nothing really much changed, and I think you know fans need to understand that running the same system and and of course we're we're running your same defense and and I think that really helps the guys knowing that that there really is no change in the system um with you as the acting head coach no no and you got to keep it like I said you got to do right by 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 who blessed your life and um I always been I always lived my life like that and 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 I'm not going to change until the day I die so uh, we just this is uh uh uh, a situation where, where the family got to come together, and that's what—that's the only thing we've been talking about. And we can't wait, you know what I mean, for 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 everything to go back to normal and having coach right here in in in, in our program. I I did want to ask you, um, looking at the the stats from the other night, only two guys had to play more than thirty minutes, and the last couple years. You know that that's been something down the stretch. We've had to to make sure that that you know guys are, are getting rest, and I I thought that was good. Um, of course, we were we were able to pull away in the second half, but I mean you've you've got some of that depth on the bench, and I know you'll be relying on re- relying on them down the stretch. No, no doubt, and and our and, and our our theme is is not to let anybody play over thirty, 
right? Obviously, that that doesn't always uh, uh, becomes reality, right? Because of the situation of the game. But but I think uh, if if you can let guys play 25 to 27 minutes, they'll they'll play as hard as they can, and they'll let somebody else come back and impact the game as well. So obviously, we have some guys that. That, that that has to play a lot of minutes, right? V V I, uh, Iwako, that being V I, uh, uh, Victor Iwako, A C, right? Um, and Mo Arnold, which for me is the machine, right? Um, and 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 but we're trying to manage the minutes so they can fight uh, 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 with with real legs at the end. So what was the difference in the second half, Coach Cardona? You guys were just and and I think. I think, of course, I've never coached a game of college basketball, but I think that was the most that was the most complete half on both ends of the, of the court that you guys have played all season long. How do you see it? No, oh, I just, I just, I told we, we told the guys that it's about time that 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 we caught we cut all the nonsense and we start dominating people because that's the type of team we have. And um, yes, the the first day it was kind of like up and down. But but it's enough, right? If you don't give yourself a plan B or or or, or or a situation where you have to, okay, if I don't do this, then I'll have to do the other stuff, right? And you give yourself a chance, and 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 you're not hard on yourself, you're gonna be up and down. So we 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 try to look at this with 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 no plan B mindset, and and that, that that's what happens. I mean, um, when it's it's amazing what a group of guys want to do something what they can get accomplished. And for the first time this season, I from where I was sitting, it looked like Tegra Ize was playing with confidence. He took everything to the hole, and everything was a slam dunk for him. Oh, and, and that goes back to the skill of development guys, like coaches that we have, Nick Williams, Zay, Carson, Landon, and um, and um, Logan. I mean, they, 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 those guys are there with, 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 with the players every day. Um, and obviously our system pre- uh, uh, allows people to do good because we don't we don't hold the ball for more than a second, right? We have a .5 mentality. So everybody has to do, uh, has to play a role in, in everything that we do, offense and defense. So we, we try to simplify stuff for the guys, but no, I mean, they have to know that everybody has a role in this movie, right? If if you do your role, the movie is going to be successful. Juan Cardona is with us, the acting men's basketball coach at Southern Miss. On the other side of the commercial break, we're going to talk about the two conference games that the Eagles have coming up this week. It is a Thursday-Saturday pairing. Thursday night, they will entertain Louisiana Monroe. Then Saturday, the Texas State Bobcats come to town and as you hear a little Mardi Gras music this quick reminder that Super Talk Eagle Hour the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts Audible Spotify Stitcher tune in or you can just ask Alexa to play Super Talk Eagle Hour it's Mardi Gras in the city my favorite holiday Fat Tuesday we'll be back after this commercial break
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour continues on a Tuesday. Happy to have you along. Second segment brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark. Located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg across from the University of Southern Mississippi. Southern Miss basketball, baseball, softball, golf, tennis, it's all here. And you might as well go get all your spring sports swag at Campus Bookmark. Luke Johnson, Michael Mergens, and Kelly Sander from Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. And, Laurel, we continue with Southern Miss acting head coach for men's basketball, Juan Cardona. And, uh, Coach, let's turn the page to this week. Back on January the 11th over in Monroe, uh, your Golden Eagles defeated uh, Monroe 71-58. And it was, some ways, a little like this past Saturday. Uh, Golden Eagles poured it on in the second half, scored 43 points, and but now you get ULM uh, back in the greenhouse, and and let's uh, let's talk about both of these games. But uh, but let's start with ULM on Thursday. No, no doubt. Um, ULM is a is a physical team in the paint, and uh, which, which gave us a little trouble in the in the first half. Obviously, we pulled away in the second half. But like I said, we have to go back to being consistent. And it's a, it's not about for us. It's not about anybody else. But we're fighting ourselves. And, and and how good we can take how good we can be and how far we can take this thing. When 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 you've got a, a uh, you know a two game or now five game road um, swing or six game homestand five game conference homestand, um, how important is it not just looking at this game to get the conference homestand started? But f- for you, is it we we got to get going in the first minute, the first five minutes, the first ten minutes? What what is what you tell those guys? Those 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 first couple of possessions, right? The first five minutes out. How are we going to set the tempo? What? How are they going to score? Right? Defensively, how are how are they going to score? Are we going to get beat off the bounds? Our uh, ball screen defense is going to be elite. Are we? I mean, that, that, like, what 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 is going to be our identity uh, uh, since the tip off? And uh, and obviously on offense, we we got to play with a point five mentality continuations. Over and over and over, so that ball don't, don't stick, and our body movement is 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 also flowing with the ball. Coach, when you look at the starting five for Monroe, this is and obviously correct me if I'm wrong. This is among the bigger teams in in the conference, if not the biggest, uh, longest, everything else, uh, which can cause problems. How for your team, and what do you? How do you have to change things up a little bit to deal with their height and length? Yeah, no, no, we, but we got to be the first one to hit, right? We got to be the first ones to hit um, on on defense. We gotta we gotta take them out of the routes, and um, our ball pressure got to be extreme. So that way, everybody else gets out of their comfort zone, right? To help that ball handler, and um, and we just gotta keep throwing bodies at them, and we gotta bet on on fatigue, right? That's 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 the that's our thing defensively. We got to make sure that we wear you out during the game so the last 10 to 5 minutes you don't have your legs under you. Yeah, that's what I was I was going to ask you about that to kind of to follow up what I was saying about Western Michigan. You're assuming, at least I'm assuming that all Division 1 athletes are well conditioned, particularly mm-hmm. basketball players. But Saturday man, you guys wore them slap out. Is that just because you guys are are really deep or why? Why is that? You suppose? It just, it just the 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 thing that gets teams or individual tired is is 
to dribble with with a guy giving you assistance. You know what I mean? So now you got to turn and, and one, two, three times, four times. On top of that, you got to make a decision, right? And the biggest and the hardest thing to do in basketball is to make a decision when 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 you hurry, when you're in a hurry, when when you're being rushed. So now, just imagine you being rushed in every situation that you get the ball. So eventually, right, your decisions are going to be not not on target, not on time, and and that's where we take we we, we take a lot of pride. On, on disrupting everything that, that the other team does. Yeah, the guys were telling me, too, that one of the stats that you really like is the number of assists, and you guys had a ton of them Saturday. No, we have 22, but my, my thing is to get to 30. So, so we have to make sure that ball is not moving, and everybody is an element of, of facilitating for the next guy. So, so we, we, we run, I mean, first, first game we, we – we we I mean we went for twelve assists. Second game we went for twenty two, and and what we're shooting for thirty as an average, right? We we got to be have to make sure that and, and obviously it's a vision. It's probably not going to get accomplished, but we got to be between the twenties and the thirty. Well, I'm exhausted uh, just watching the games, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, we, we, we don't look forward to, to Saturday, like looking past ULM, but we've got you on one, one time a week. And, you know, going back yeah. to, to that game a few weeks back, uh, I think you and everybody else and felt like we should have won that one out in San Marcos. I went back and looked at the, the, the box score. Texas State only shot seven three point, only attempted seven three points. Uh, three-point shots that game, which I thought was highly unusual, and we just you know didn't shoot the ball that well that night. And so, um, what what are you going to ask out of your guys on on Saturday against Texas State? Again, again, our ball pressure wasn't the best one, right? Wasn't the best. So we know they're not a great shooting team. So they'll they'll do a lot of their work on the in the paint, and we weren't elite at that. And I take responsibility for it. Um, and and but but. We just got to uh, figure out a way of, of, of speeding them up, right, so we can play in transition more. But, but we'll be ready. We'll be, we'll be having some surprises for them come Saturday. I before, I hand it back, before I hand it back to Kelly, um, what would you say to, to Golden Eagle fans, uh, knowing that, that, that these first two games of this big homestand uh, with, with conference, and, and I think because you are acting head coach now, um, I know you want to communicate uh, some some with the fans, and uh, you know we just want to give you that opportunity. What would you say to Golden Eagle fans listening right now? I appreciate that, and um, I just I just want to throw a message out there that they don't understand how how awesome was last year when we filled that arena uh, uh, up with eighty five hundred, and uh, it was loud, it was fun, and 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 like I said, we have a hell of a chance in our hands. Right with 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 making um, this team uh, make a run at the, at the right time, and 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 we love our fans. I think they're the best in the country. Uh, but we just we just got to be there for the kids because they are playing hard. It's a bigger cost with with Coach Latner, and and we just got to pull together as a big family to 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 get to the NCAA tournament. La familia, la familia. That's what it's all about. And, and Louisiana was the team that Coach Cardona was referring to that had the big crowd at uh, Reed Green Coliseum. And the good news for Eagle fans is that the Cajuns have not come 
to Reed Green yet this year. That's the big series that's still uh, to be played. Southern Miss has played every team on the schedule that they're supposed to at least once, except Louisiana. So you still have two big games against the Cajuns, not to put the card ahead of the horse. But because of where the Eagles and the Cajuns are in the standings, those are going to be pivotal games, not only in Hattiesburg, but also at Lafayette. Uh, Fans at the game Saturday, Coach, saw Andre Corbello in his uh, in his gray suit there with his Puerto Rico hat on. Can, can you give us a, a status report on uh, Andre and where, where he stands at this point? Yes, sir. Um, Andre went to the uh, I, I mean the ear doctor this this Monday, and they're gonna give him a uh, another uh, appointment for to the end of this week or maybe early next week. Um, the the, he- the uh, headaches are not there anymore. He just feel a lot like uh, a lot of dizziness, so so he's he's very close to getting back. I mean, he practiced last week, but had to get out of practice again because because he wasn't he wasn't like feeling like uh, uh, stable. But um, Todd, man, best in the country, uh, our our medical uh, our staff, and um, he told me that 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 probably like like I said, at the end of this week or early next week. He'll be going to another appointment to get a second opinion, so he can so he can hopefully be back with us, maybe this week or maybe next week. Well, when you're heading down the stretch, trying to you, you obviously want to be in those top four seeds for the uh, Sun Belt seedings because you get a double buy when the tournament is uh, staged in Pensacola in a little while. Heading down the stretch, coach. When now this is our opinion, but you know we try to look at it with our eyes rather than our hearts. But when the way the schedule shakes out, it appears based on home games and who those games are against, that you guys are, are sitting pretty good and clearly have that top four seed in control, in your control. Kelly and Luke, I will say it like this. Southern Miss will play anybody, anywhere, anytime. When we're healthy, you better watch out for them Eagles. Well, we're going to get a chance to see them Thursday and Saturday again. And the Thursday Game is a doubleheader. The women, I believe, play Arkansas State at 5, and then the men turn right around and play uh, Louisiana Monroe at 7.30. So you'll get, uh, you'll get two for the price of one, I guess, if you go to Reed Green Coliseum on Thursday. Juan Cardona, acting men's head coach in basketball. Thanks, Coach. Good luck to you. We'll talk to you very soon. I appreciate you guys. All right, Juan, Juan Cardona joins us. And again, as we go to commercial break with the – Mardi Gras music in the background, or a reminder to visit Mobay Beignet Company, the official Mobay store of the Eagle Hour at 2902 Hardy Street, or you can find them on Facebook at Mobay Beignet Co. for company, Mobay Beignet Co. Hattiesburg. Look at those beignets, and they don't even cook them until you order them. We've got some more things cooking up on the Eagle Hour, including a chat with pitcher Billy Oldham when we return in a moment. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Good times with acting head men's basketball coach Juan Cardona. Golden Eagles take on ULM. 7.30 on Thursday. And then continue with this homestand on Saturday at 2.30 as they host Texas State. Appreciate Coach Cardona's time with us today. 
On the Eagle Hour, third segment, as always, brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street, home with a 9.95 lunch. Comes with uh, your choice of soft drink or sweet tea. Always good food. Get ready, of course, for Fried Catfish Bob Getty Friday. Always at 4th Street. Golden Eagle Baseball set to kick it off. Throw the first pitch on this weekend. And uh, one of those guys who will throw... Uh, the first pitch in one of those games, senior pitcher all the way out of Brookfield, Connecticut, Billy Oldham, a uh, preseason Sunbelt honoree. And Kelly Center spoke with Billy earlier this week, and this is what that interview and Billy had to say. Billy Oldham with us on the Eagle Hour. Billy, just tell us now we're about uh, what the opening pitch not far away. Uh, so just tell us how practices have been. Uh, and the differences maybe between a, a Scott Berry run practice and a Christian Ostrander practice, if there's been any change at all. Yeah, practices, uh, it's great to get up, get going again. We started scrimmaging this past weekend, and those went really well. Uh, pitching staff is looking really strong. Um, got a good group of guys that are coming in, and we're really excited for the year. Uh, Coach Oz runs a, a great practice. He he condensed it a little so we're not shagging for too long. There's not too much downtime. He likes to keep us moving, keep us doing something, less time wasted. Uh, Coach Barry was, you know, the same way. He didn't like to have us out there for long if we weren't doing much. So uh, it's pretty been a smooth transition. They're both similar, similar coaching styles. Oz was always hands-on last year too. So now that he's the main guy, it feels pretty similar. But, uh, yeah, we're really happy to get going and can't wait to start in a couple of weeks. Look at, looking at your numbers, um, you know, it was noted that you've got, you know, last year more than, more than one strikeout per inning. Uh, that's, that's, you know, pretty doggone good. So with that being said, what were some things that you want are trying to work on getting ready for this season? Is there any uh, – how do you get better? I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I um, was pretty happy with that last year, but I definitely think there's room to improve, uh, get to a lot of – two strike counts is the best way to get your strikeouts and that's what I do best is just throw strikes and if they're going to hit it put it in play then that happens and that's what Coach Oz preaches he wants us to be throwing strikes but uh, the faster you can get to two strike counts is the easiest way to get strikeouts and so I've been I've been also working with uh, Coach Bradford on the slider trying to throw it harder make it sharper so it can get more swing and misses and uh, and then continuing with my changeup, which which was my best pitch last year continue to maintain that. You hear coaches use the term I've got some throwers and I've got some pitchers so to the layperson sitting at home what's the difference yeah I'd definitely say I probably thrown fall into the pitcher category um, more of a command try to hit my spots versus guys that can just blow you away with the mid 90s fast I, I don't have that we have some guys we have a lot of guys that can but uh, that's not really my game so uh, yeah a, a thrower is a guy who uh, you know doesn't really have to go up there and think too much. They can get, get the pitch, a lot of fastballs, and just throw them down the plate and say, here's my best best pitch, see if you can hit it. For me, I uh, have developed um, you know, my location, my off speed, and that's what makes me good. And other guys, that's not for them. It's just for attacking and throwing as hard as they can, and that works for some guys. That doesn't necessarily work for me, so that's why I'd probably say that's where I fall. Well, you may not have that, as you say, but you do have one of the best flows 
you know, the hair thing. And that this is a trademark now, right, Billy? Tell us about that. Pretty much, yes. I've had it for a, a long time. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to cut it. Probably not anytime soon. Not while I'm here still playing. So, uh, yeah, for, for now, that is the trademark, I guess. Maybe get an NIL deal with a shampoo company or, you know, whatever. That, that would be, that'd be the goal. I'm not sure where to start on that, but uh, <laughs> I would like that if I could. I don't want to talk a little bit about the, the mental part of pitching because I tell people – I've coached Little League for years, and I say the reason that guys in the bigs pitch once every five or six days and make the money they make is because of the mental exhaustion that goes along with pitching. And I'm not sure that people really understand how taxing it is mentally. Can you try to put into words what it's like? Yeah, I, I could try. Um, it's uh, Coach Oz talks about that a lot. His main philosophy is the mental game of baseball and how everyone here has the physical tools, um, but it's the guys that can handle it mentally that get to play and get to pitch and get to um, you know, showcase their skills. And if you let the mental game uh, affect you, you won't be as good as you can. Like, Especially as a starter, if you go into one weekend and not do great you got to wait seven days and that's a tough seven days when you're after after struggling knowing okay i gotta come back but but when when that time comes if you're if you've flushed it if you've moved on if you've worked on and you have confidence you're able to uh be prepared for your next outing and it's not a not something that that I try to let affect me, but it can, and it is a very big part of the game now a lot of the southern miss fans are a little bit uh are a little bit uh miffed about the fact that all these preseason polls have come out. I mean, what do you guys have to do to get a little bit of love in the preseason polls? I know what you're going to say. You know, we really don't care, but but it is a fair question. What do you guys have to do to, to get some, some national love? I know you not, don't know the answer to that, but just kind of your reaction to all of it. Yeah, I'd say that the preseason polls probably based off of where you finished last year and who you got coming back and of course this year lost a lot of guys um we did finish high enough last year we thought maybe we'd get a little something probably what the fans were thinking too um by back-to-back years in the top 16 teams in a super regional we thought maybe by now they'd realize that you know at the end of the 56 games and at the end of the regionals you were always always seem to be up in the mix for a for a super regional at this at this point so um yeah we'd think that maybe they'd start to rank us but uh did lose a lot but we have a lot of pitching came back and a lot of great new guys that we know from uh from our scrimmages and what i've seen and what we've seen and what i gotta face every weekend in a scrimmage it's uh not fun not a fun lineup to pitch to so we know what we got and we'll just see how it all pans out all right now billy you're originally from the state of connecticut that was uh they were on the other side of the war of northern aggression. You know, <laughs> some people call the Civil War. We in Mississippi call it the war of northern aggression. Uh, have we made you feel welcome in your time here in Hattiesburg? Yes, sir. I was uh, didn't really know what to expect when I came down here. Didn't know if I was going to get any dirty looks or how I would be treated in the locker room. But everyone was super nice. Uh, I was really really uh nicer than my old team everyone was just the night the nicest group of guys i've ever played with i was really surprised by that i really didn't know what to expect and i uh, felt welcomed immediately final question do you think we'll ever have a big enough lead where nick monaster will be able to, to play we'll put him in i hope not uh he he likes we're gonna keep him in center field he likes to run down all the balls that we give up so i like him out there better than i like him on the mound and when baseball ends for you what's what's the dream job a uh, dream job would be probably work in finance. Um, I have family that have done that, and I live an hour from New York City, so something something in there would be the goal. 
Well, let's hope the finance would be you counting your own money, Billy. Exactly. That would be the best way to do it. All right, Billy, continue success. Good luck on a great season. Thank you. And That's uh, Billy Oldham and uh, and Kelly. Great interview, and the you can verify the hair has not been cut since last. No, year. it has not. And full disclosure, the reason I made when I took the shot at Monastery is he was sitting right next to him oh, while, while okay. we were doing the interview, and he was doing everything he could to try to throw um, Billy off of his game as far as laughing at him and some of the answers and <laughs> things so, like that. So. so if I listed these statistics, okay. Now these are not Southern Miss statistics; these are Sun Belt statistics, okay. Okay. Second in opponent's batting average, third for strikeouts looking, fifth in fewest walks, tied for sixth in wins, seventh in ERA, eighth in strikeouts, ninth in innings pitched across the conference. That's Billy Oldham last year in the shadow of Tanner Hall. <laughs> yeah, but one of the first. And almost this year. In the semi shadow of Nico Maza. I mean, that's the number two guy on this staff. And one of the first comments he made, did you hear him say, Oh no, man, I I gotta get better. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, the, not... the fact that the fact that they have been working on the changeup, I mean, that's that's all you need. This is the guy in postseason, ice in his veins, went out in that elimination game against the Auburn Tigers, pitched close to six innings of two-run ball, and before the whatever sunny lightning delay that lasted, what, 24 hours, he was keeping the Tennessee Volunteers in complete check. Um, and it's just, you know, so... so most of most of the league and most of the place, let's be honest, most of the teams in the country, this would be this would be the ace of the staff. And talking to Scott Watkins on this program yesterday, you know, he said there was there was no doubt in his mind that uh, that Oldham was going to be, you know, and Nico Mazza were were solid, you know, solid guys to go out there. But then the the th- the three spot, the third starter, you know, who do you put up? But I w- and and I think that's I think that's fair. But it's a it's a really good problem for Coach Ostrander to have because in other situations you don't have many choices. He's it's, got a bunch of different choices and they're all one, good. Yeah. It's a one A and one B, no matter how you spin it. Right. If it's if it's Maza Oldham or it's Oldham Maza, it's it's a one two. So good stuff with that interview. Eagle Hour on a fat Tuesday. Michael taking us to break. More Marty Girl music, more Eagle Hour after this. Southern Miss to the top. We salute a couple of the businesses that make the Eagle Hour happen, among them Genesis of Hattiesburg, the official auto dealer of the Eagle Hour. 
Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest luxury vehicles on the road today. And coming very soon, the all-new Genesis showroom on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg on your way out to Oak Grove. It'll be on the left there. Also, a shout-out to Town & Country Cleaners, Hattiesburg's most trusted cleaners. They've been in the business since 1983, the Roark family. They're awesome. They offer services including steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, minor alterations, and, of course, dry cleaning. Visit Town & Country Cleaners at their convenient location right across from USM on Hardy Street, or you can call them at 264-4920. That's 264-4920. Luke Johnson has his thumb on the pulse of everything going on in Southern Miss athletically. Yeah, tennis yesterday, uh, we told you they defeated uh, this women's tennis, told you they defeated Belmont um, 4-3, and then uh, later on fell to... Samford 3-2 to uh, yesterday over in Birmingham. Lady Eagles will get back in action this coming Friday at New Orleans. First serve set for 2 p.m. On the men's side, they fell to UAB yesterday in uh, in Tuscaloosa uh, 6-1. to It was a neutral court match between the Blazers and um, the Golden Eagles. Uh, the men will go back to the state of Alabama on Saturday and take on the Samford men and the uh, the match set for 2 p.m. on Saturday. Men's golf at the Hal Williams Collegiate down at the Magnolia Grove Golf Club in Mobile, Alabama. Eagles right now tied in fifth place with those infamous Jags uh, behind Davidson, Virginia Commonwealth, Illinois, and, and LSU. I do want a uh, – I was looking real quick – um. Yeah, LSU out in front, but Southern Miss fifth out of 14 teams individually uh, for the Golden Eagles. Robbie Ladder tied for sixth overall. He's five under um, for uh, the the tournament. And then uh, over the weekend, indoor track uh, had a great meet uh, at the Music City Challenge in Nashville, Tennessee. Three victories, one school record, 14 top eight finishers. Trinity Benson. Um, had a first place in the 60 meters. She also uh, was on the 4 by 400 squad, which posted a brand-new school record time, 3 minutes, uh, 40 seconds. Zaisha Frazier also won her third event title of the season in the triple jump with a leap of 12.77 meters. Golden Eagles in track and field will get ready for the Sunbelt Championship next week in Birmingham. Trinity was actually on this show in your absence, Luke. We had we had her on. Coach Stewart had uh, some of the other athletes on, too. But something that has always, and I know I'm kind of beating this dead horse, but that just stands out about the Southern Miss athletes that we've met on this show. Man, articulate, smart, thoughtful. Uh, really, I, you know, just can't help but think all of them are just terrific representatives for our university uh, and our community uh, and to change subjects this is kind of a weird kind of weird this year because you got fat tuesday today which and which marks tomorrow is ash wednesday which officially begins the lenten season for those that that celebrate that so you've got all this going on and it's also valentine's day tomorrow so you got all these things uh going on and um just so that you don't get in trouble have you you yeah, got- a lot of people are going to be double fat tonight because they're <laughs> they're they're not going to eat on Ash Wednesday. So but I, they're going to but a lot have, of steaks consumed tonight. Have, have you got something for Mrs. Johnson? I mean, I, I don't want you to get in trouble, Luke. Tomorrow. Well, ba- based off how I get pegged all the time, the question should probably be: Does Miss Johnson, with with all her quote imaginary money, have something for me? <laughs> well, that's probably. 
how Bob and you would spend that. Yes, we're all uh, we're all we're going out to eat for. Okay, so just know how this was. My mom's birthday was right right before Christmas. Her and dad were both sick. Okay, so we have just rolled through the holiday season. I was out of pocket. I've been on the road and studying for comps. So tonight in in City Beautiful, we are celebrating my mother's birthday. We are celebrating me uh, passing comps. And we are celebrating Valentine's Day, and we are remembering both of our Labrador Retrievers. So it, it is like a culmination. I will walk out of this radio station, walk right down the street, and try to get a reservation for tonight in City And I would be remiss if I did not ask producer, engineer Michael Morgans if Miss Teresa has been uh, situated for tomorrow. I've been married 16 years. Do you think we do that anymore? <laughs> You better hope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're we're good. 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 I was because talking, so, the the so, line and guys, just just so you know, the line. I don't care about Valentine's Day. It's a lie. Of course. And it's, and it's a trap. Of, of course. It is. So so Michael, you and I would be remiss not to ask Kelly Sander, does he have a Valentine's date tonight or tomorrow night? Alas and alack. I do not, but I will be celebrating getting my ankle bracelet off. That's true. <laughs> so I, I can go out of the house now and, and not have to worry about uh, who might be following me or, or what have you. But no, all of you who have that special Valentine, good for you. Enjoy. I was talking to a local restaurateur, Luke, over the weekend. His establishment, 231 reservations tomorrow between 5 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. tomorrow night. 231 that's all something. fish right good <laughs> good good for them man yeah good good yeah, for everybody good enjoy all right i'll wrap it up for us today got some great guests coming and uh, we're getting ready for baseball season on friday we'll catch you tomorrow and as always southern miss to, to the, the top, top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.